Okay, welcome to the Rockman Podcast, the podcast that aims to ignite your motivation to test and further your limits so that you can live a healthier life with mental fortitude. I'm Terry Rosman, Rockman founder, and today we are sharing our expert tips on how to conquer David Goggins' infamous endurance challenge, the 4x4x48. So if you're thinking of taking on the challenge, stay tuned for some nifty help and advice on how to tackle the challenge and not make it easy, but make it so you just suffer a little less. If you want to stay updated on new podcast episodes and help us grow, be sure to hit the subscribe button below. And if you find any value in this podcast, please give us the thumbs up, leave us a review or share it with a friend. And don't forget, this podcast is brought to you by Rockman, the ultimate online challenge platform. At Rockman, we offer monthly unrestricted running and fitness challenges inspired by the world's toughest fitness tests that you can use to test your limits from any place, anytime, all year round. So if you need a motivation boost and don't have the time or patience for the hassle of race day events, you can sign up and get started instantly at rockman.co.uk. Today, we are joined by Mr. Bob Thomas. Not only is Bob a veteran ultra athlete, winning many ultra running events, but also he has tackled the 4x4x48. But not just the normal 4x4x48. No, Bob thought it was a good idea to up the ante and perform four miles every four hours for 48 runs, taking eight days. Bob Welcome to the Rockman Podcast. First question, why? So it started as a week, and then my friend Jack pointed out that if I did an extra day, it would be 48 runs, and it still made sense. That's why I did it for eight days. I really did it because I just wanted to know if I could. I think that was the interesting thing. I'd already done it once. The first time I did it, I did the 24 hours, and then... I decided to do another day just for a bit of fun. And that was a decision that was made on the spot. I I did the times, I think I, I think I did 10 then uh yeah, 10, 10, then two, then six. I think those were the hours I did. And I remember I finished the last run at six o'clock and then ten o'clock came round and it was like five to ten. And I was thinking, I should probably just put my shoes on and go for a run again. So I did, I did four miles and then I was like, well, okay, I'll do another day then. So I did three days and that seemed absolutely fine. It, <laughs> really, it didn't really seem any harder. So yeah. then when it came round, so that first one I did randomly in the year, I can't remember, I think it might've been sort of September time, but it usually happens in March. I think that's correct. Yeah, first, yeah, first weekend in March, first weekend on March, the Friday, Friday, yeah, 8 p.m. That's it. So that's when Goggins does it. So when I did it, originally I was teaching drums at the time. And that was my full-time job. And that finished at 6 o'clock. And there was a weird window where I could run at 2. So I changed the times. So I don't know if that's cheating. So maybe you should discard everything I say. <laughs> No, I, um, allow it. I, I don't think that's cheating. You know, yeah, you're ultimately fitting it around your life, aren't you? So yeah, I, I think it's kind of fair enough to to slightly change the time. But it, so I started mine at six o'clock rather than eight o'clock, and then when it came round to the prop the proper on oh, the proper one, like when they all do it and Goggins goes online and posts about it on Instagram for forty eight hours, I thought, can I do it for a week? And that was just the plan of just let's let's see what happens. I'm I'm going to be training and running anyway. Why not do it this way? 
So, so we just launched into it and, and did it. And on the last day, so day seven, I was making a video about it and I was calling it the four by four by one, six, eight, because there's 168 hours in a week. It yeah. doesn't quite have the same ring, does it? No, it doesn't. And but, no, well, if you heard that, you'd be like, what's that? What is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like something completely different. So I was talking to my mate Jack about it and Jack's the devil. And he <laughs> very conveniently noticed that if I do another day, then yeah, if I added one more day, it would be 48 runs in total. So I was like, well, I have to now, don't I? Because it also makes sense and I can name the video appropriately. So I did another day. And the caveat was that he had to come and run the last one with me. I think that was Damn it. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. You've done eight days of running. He can do he can do one four miler with you. Well, yeah, and yeah as you said, it, it it was good for your video title as well. So you'll you'll get on the uh, the search engine optimization with the four by four by eight uh, four yeah, yeah. search results. So that, that yeah, that's why you did it, right? That's the only um, reason. Yeah. Had you had you not built up enough mental fortitude after two days, what <laughs> like couldn't you just go? Yeah, chalk that up. I'm I'm now mentally strong. Let's let's crack on with life. No, you have to do seven. How did you find it? Yeah, fine. Yeah, it was all right. It just kind of got into it. it. It's it's weird. I don't, I don't think it's that hard. I think logistically it's hard because it's a bit awkward having to run every four hours and things like, do I shower? Do I not shower? And getting enough, not getting enough sleep, but getting good quality sleep. I think that's the difficulty. But just running four miles every four hours, I don't think is necessarily that hard. Especially yeah, for, the that's what, of, I think, the type of people that go for it. Like most people who go for this challenge are usually have some sort of background in running. And I think that definitely helps. And I think like just like smashing out four miles every now and then is not necessarily the biggest challenge. The 2am one's not nice, but again, there's loads of things that you can do to make that way easier. But that's why I like this. I think this this is an, it's an epic endurance uh, feat uh, over 48 hours, but I think that you don't have to be uh, an elite ultra runner to take part. You could, you could just be starting because you can walk them. You can walk four yeah. miles. It'll exactly. take you, what, an hour, hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half, you know, two yeah. hours max. Um it's doable. I, I I think it's the it's the mental game, and isn't it that it plays with you? It's you you yeah. truly get an appreciation for how long forty eight hours is once you've done this. Yeah. So uh, see, for me, the the thing that it makes me realize is that you've got a lot more time in the day than you actually think you do, and I think that's where the challenge really comes yeah. in. It's, it's not yeah, yeah. A, it's not a running challenge. It is about your day and scheduling and planning and thinking about things ahead of time because. If you're still trying to work between this, you've got to complete whatever task you're doing before you go run because you can't just abandon things halfway. So suddenly time management becomes really key. And then also things like food becomes really key. And you realize, well, actually, I have to eat quickly and effectively after every run because if I eat too late, I'm going to feel sick on my next run. And also, when it gets to the nighttime, you have to be able to get to sleep quickly and efficiently. So all the challenges kind of aren't in the running. It's more <laughs> in the little bits yeah. around it. It's it's the, can you wake up and force yourself to get out of bed? 
at two yeah. in the morning when you've got to go run. And if you can do that, then the rest of your life, when your alarm goes off at half six instead, you think, oh, well, actually, it's not that bad, is it? I could probably get out of bed now. I I love this David Gog uh, I love this David Goggins quote. The biggest war you ever go through is right between your own ears. It's in your mind. We're all going through a war in our minds and we have to have the calluses on our minds to fight that war and win that war. I think it's exactly what you're saying. The challenge is not it's not in the physicality, it's not in the 4 miles. It's it's everything around it's between the runs. It's everything yep. between the runs. It's the logistics, it's the looking after yourself, it's the food, it's the hydration, uh it's the doing your responsibilities, your commitments in life as well. I think that is the the true challenge and, and yeah. test within this, yeah. It's deciding whether you should wash your running clothes or not or just smell. <laughs> 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 It's it's a thought. Like, yeah, don't don't wash your running clothes before the night runs because no one's there to smell you. <laughs> uh, before we dive into these the the hints and tips that we've got, Bob, um, why should people do the four by four? Four. Why should people do the four by four by forty eight? Not your because, version, just a regular. Because it's different. I see so many things. So I'm in all the ultra forums and Facebook groups, and I see so many people post going, oh, it's not that hard. Like, I wouldn't do this challenge. It's not that hard. It's only four miles. And it's like, well, okay, we'll just try it. See where the challenge is because that's fine. And, and everyone will have a slightly different experience. And just experience it. Like, it's, it's a new experience. I think that's great. That's, that, for me, that's why I do anything. It's a new experience. That's why I run ultras because you're gonna experience something new. It's they're all different and they all bring new challenges. And sometimes you go through an ultra and there kind of is no challenge. So the experience there was you spent a really nice day outside, <laughs> and that's great. <laughs> that's a really good day. Like lots of people kill for that on a weekend to go out on a hike. Like, why yeah. not do a 30 mile hike? That's a great day. Or you can have an awful day and it could be absolutely terrible. I had an ultra last in December and I decided to have about eight pints of Guinness the night before and I had an awful day. That was a new challenge. <laughs> well, served you right, Bob, for yeah. Yeah, undermining the, uh, the, 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 the challenge ahead of you. Yeah, served you right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I just think it's a great experience and it's new and it's different. So why not try it? It's only 48 hours of your life. And if you don't like it, don't do it again. Yeah, you know, I think what you've said there, let's, let's I'm, these are all guesstimates now, but let's say that only 2% of the population probably ever run a half mar marathon or a marathon or even an ultra. An ultra, there's probably even less than 1% of the population ever run an ultra marathon. There's probably even less that would ever do a multi-day sort of longer oh, yeah. than 24 hours challenge ever so you're putting yourself in such this this small tiny percentage of um privileged people you know that they got to do this um i, I think that that's a reason to do it if anything as well you're doing yeah, yeah. something that pr practically no one will ever do yeah it's also a story you just talk about it and, and it's it's interesting. You've done yeah. something that, like hardly anyone else has done. And and when you explain something like that to someone who has no idea what you're talking about or doesn't run, it's really fun to watch their facial expression. 
yeah and they're like you're an absolute idiot and i don't understand the way you live your life that's quite exciting yeah, yeah. but Good for you. Good for you. Uh, right, Bob, let's get on to our, I think it's seven or eight, seven or eight. Um, yeah, I've got them down here. <laughs> expert hints and tips on how to conquer the David Goggins 4x4x48. First up on the list, Bob, is planning and preparation. So what do you mean by that? Yeah, so I mean, essentially making decisions. Because that's one of the hardest things, especially at two in the morning when you're going for your run. So for me, the amount of decisions that you can make ahead of time, the better. Because then all you have to do is do. It's that simple. So if you know what you're going to wear, what the route is going to be, what you're going to eat afterwards, that's three decisions that you don't have to make anymore. They're already made. So... I would go into every run, even before I started the challenge. I think when I did when I did the the shorter one, it was way easier because I didn't have to wash so much. I figured out basically I could essentially have like four bits of kit and just wear each of them for like three runs, and it, it was fine. Like they smell yeah. a bit, but it's totally fine. So and then you just change kit every three runs. The only thing that might mess you up there is if you get bad weather so then you have to have sort of a plan b of what you're going to do if it absolutely tips it down and you can't dry your clothes in the in the time but the more decisions you can make the better so when you're going to eat so for me i would eat after every single run but it's not just when you're going to eat it's what you're going to eat because if you come back from that run and you go oh i don't know what to eat oh, oh, I should... let's go oh, i quickly go to tesco and I'll have a look around. And you go to Tesco and then you have a look around and then you come back and then you cook your food. And then you go, oh, an hour and a half's gone. And yeah, you're wasting run, time. Valuable recovery time. Yeah, and the run took me 40 minutes. So that's two hours, 10 minutes. Oh, wait, I've got to run in an hour and 50 minutes. Mm. Suddenly it's like on the mind, like, oh, I've got to run again. And it's, it's less than two hours. And that seems really close. Whereas if you do your run, you do it in 35 minutes and then you come back and what you're going to eat is there, ready to go. And you just eat it, smash it, jump in the shower if that's what you're doing. You can have that entire run done, wrapped up, out of your head and gone within 45 to 50 minutes. Which means you've got over three hours left now to not worry about the next run. And that that's the big thing for me. I think the more you can do and things like things like laundry, like plan. Like, are you going to wash your clothes? Like, what are you going to wash? Because obviously, like, for me, like... I had to wear like, although I had four, um, four sets of running kit, that doesn't include boxers. Like every every time I have like a new set of boxers and a new set of socks, because I'm not I'm not wearing the same ones. Like, that's just grim. No, so, <laughs> there's limits. You have yeah, limits. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah I have. Yeah, I have yeah, limits. Standards. Yeah. There are standards yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is there is a bar. It's remarkably low, but there's a bar. Yeah. Um. So th things like that. The more decisions you can make the better because that it, it just makes it so much easier because well, especially when you get to the end of it, when your mind's a little bit fried, because after the second, well, after, after the first night, your, your sleep's not going to be great. You can optimize it, but it's still not going to be proper normal sleep like you would have. 
And so you're going to be a bit scrambled. So then if suddenly you're doing a lunchtime run and you're thinking, what do I eat after that? That decision could take you 40 minutes because you don't yeah. know. You, you might not be able to decide between mini eggs and a croissant. when i uh when i did mine i what i like to do is actually have my clothes set out ready so that when it came to the because i wanted to maximize the amount of time that i sat on that sofa watching netflix and and eating yeah and it was when it was five minutes to go uh the alarm went off and i went and my clothes were set out i just chucked them on as you say, fresh pants, fresh socks. Yeah. Uh, because I'm doing it at home, I think I had enough T-shirts. I had a fresh T-shirt. Yeah. Use the shorts a few times, yeah. um, and off you go. And it, it, it does. It takes it, it takes it um, the sting out of everything. But what about planning the route? Because if what I like to do is I like to I like to mix my runs up because just to keep it interesting. I think if you go around the same loop all the time, it can be, yeah. you know make it be, make it better for yourself. Have an interesting route. But what you don't want to do is try and work out four miles while you're doing the run. Yeah. You need to know that it's exactly four yeah. miles. Did you Definitely. did you do anything like that? Yeah. So I had I, I had quite a lot of routes because of where I lived. There was there was a lot of routes that I could sort of chain together, so I could do half of one and half of another and sort of things like that. So I ended up with loads of routes, but all I had to know was where I needed to turn. So if I knew that ahead of time, it was so much easier because the worst thing is when you get back and you're 0.2 of a mile short and then you're running laps, <laughs> just yeah. like a tiny bit of road, just staring at your watch, just killing your neck. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing worse than that. Even now, like, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what I run, but if, if I'm ever 0.2 of a mile short at that last 0.2, it's yeah. awful. So you do that embarrassing like, lap. Yeah, so I had like four routes, I think, that were just out and backs, two miles out, two miles back, which was fine. And then from knowing that, I could also then do like an out and back for two miles and then an out and back on another one for two miles. Do you know what I mean? I would call that a yeah. U loop, um, weirdly, but I don't know if anyone else uses that terminology. <laughs> yeah, but you trade yeah. trademark that. That's a Bob yeah, Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Run that is. yeah. Uh, uh, Going back to food, uh, obviously you're going to be burning a lot of calories, like 600 to 700 calories per run. Did you have any sort of uh, strategy to get uh, the calories back in? Uh, my only strategy for getting the calories back in was eat as quickly as you possibly could after the run because yeah. you have more time to digest it. And then the other thing was to have something really small before each run just to perk you up so it's like 20 minutes before or something and also you're running loads so eat what you want if, yeah, if, if you want yeah if, if you want to just leave a bag of like maltesers on the side and before every run you eat four maltesers one for every mile do it why not yeah that sounds great i wish i did that for every oh. run yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I was definitely having shockies and sweeties the whole the whole yeah. forty eight hours. That's what I saw oh, it as. Yeah. It's like I get to eat whatever I want for forty eight hours. Don't, yeah. don't worry about the running. Uh, your next tip, though, Bob. Next tip is pay, uh, pace is irrelevant. So explain yeah. that to me. Yeah. So my thought is that it doesn't matter how you you don't you just don't need to pace it. I don't think. Like with an ultra marathon, you need to pace it. 
because if you went out as hard as you could for the first four miles, you you would suffer massively. But with this challenge, I don't think you will as much. I definitely didn't. So I know that when I did it, my goal was to do every run under 7.30 per mile average, which I think works out at 28 minutes. So every run had to be under 28 minutes. So, which is f fairly fast, not not crazy. Yes, it bloody but, is. Right. If, if people are uh, listening to this, <laughs> I, I would never get anywhere near. Don't listen to Bob. He wins <laughs> ultra marathon races. 7.30 a mile is very fast. That, like, I can't even get okay. to that. That's like my fast. If I do a mile for time, I get that. So uh, okay, right. yeah, don't, don't okay. let him put you down now. Okay. No, so, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I've thrown you off. I've thrown you yeah. off. <laughs> no, that's, that's totally fine. That's just me thinking in my my pace terms of, of of sort of what I set for myself. But yeah, I think because you have enough time to recover, I don't think you have to pace it as much as you think. I think there's definitely a thing to be said for don't go out and set a four mile PB. But also, Absolutely, yeah, if running it two or three minutes quicker makes it less of a mental struggle. I would do that because over over time, if every run is five minutes quicker, in the first it well in the first twenty four hours, you've cut off half an hour of running. Yeah, and if that makes it slightly easier mentally, I do believe that between each run, you've got enough time to recover that it won't be that bad again when you start running. And that's especially what I found. I found for me, it was easier to just go out, hit them hard. And just get them done and it didn't feel like so much of a slog i know when i did the first one i started off quite slow and i was taking i, was t I remember taking it really easy for the first three runs i think and i was i'm think i was taking about 40 minutes per run which felt it felt long and it's also less time until the next run and for me, mentally, it felt better just to go, right, actually, let's just kind of smash this out. I don't have to go crazy, but I don't have to be as conservative because I can sort of get some really good food in and be recovered by the next run. And a lot of with that, because your body recovers quite well in that amount of time. A lot of a lot of people will do things like double sessions where in the in their lunch, they will do like a 5k maybe and then they'll go and do a club run in the evening and if you think about it that is probably got about four hours in between and your body does recover quite well especially the main bulk of it you won't get back to peak performance but you might get 75 to 80 percent back because you're that bottom 80 percent of recovery happens usually quite quickly it's the top bit that takes ages mm -hmm. so in that time, you should be able to recover enough that you can just get out and go fairly hard again on the next four miles. And I think mentally, that's an easier way to get through it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, people have got to remember as well, there, there's no uh, time limit on this. Yeah, it's it, just you've got yeah. to do it. So you yeah. you are quite within your rights to do any pace that you want. And I know that when I did it, uh, that second day, that second 24 hours, the legs were starting to get very heavy. I remember the, the yeah. last two or three runs, it was barely picking my feet up. But that was just a fatigue setting in. Yeah. You know, it is an endurance event. Yeah. You are doing... 
um, 48 miles, I think, by the end of it. It's yeah. a lot of mileage to, yeah. uh, to squeeze in. Yeah. And, um, and, that's, but, and that's, yeah, that's why I labeled it as paces irrelevant, not yeah. run it as quick as you can. Because for me, it felt better to run it quicker. So the pace didn't matter. It just felt better. Just just go quick, get it done, get it out of the way. Whereas for, for someone else, it might be better to take your time and go slow and maybe enjoy that four miles. And again, it either way, the pace is kind of irrelevant. I think it's find what's right for you. Yeah, and exactly. When, yeah. yeah, don't worry. If you think, oh, I'm running way quicker than I should, but actually I feel okay, don't put too much pressure. Or actually, oh, I'm 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 going a lot slower than I hoped I would. Again, that also doesn't matter. I think it's just one of those things that you've got enough time between these runs to sort of pick out a pace that suits you. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's a marathon, not a sprint, isn't it? <laughs> not literally, but uh, yeah, and you've got to think of the end goal. Think of the yeah. end goal. You've, you know, if you've, uh, if you're starting to fatigue after three runs, think, well, I've still got how, uh, nine runs to go. I better, yeah. better take the foot off the gas a bit. Yeah. S tip number three, Bob: set alarms. So what did you mean by that? Uh, because if you set an alarm for everything that's going to happen, then you don't have to think about it. The first one that I did, I remember just worrying all the time, just constantly checking my watch. Like, oh, it's an hour to run. Oh, I've got 50 minutes till I run. Oh, I've got 45 minutes till I run. And it was exhausting. It, it just was overwhelming. Whereas if you set three alarms, one for quarter two, one for 10 two, and one for five two, you shouldn't really miss it. And that was my thing. So I just set alarms for absolutely everything. So every run had three alarms before it. And it was just a way of helping myself switch off. So as soon as I was done with the run, come back, eaten, showered, whatever, I could just go and get on with my day and just know that I'm going to get a nice 15-minute warning. And all I have to do is go and get changed and go for it. And then yeah, this becomes even, more, yeah, becomes even more fun when you're sleeping because then the game I was playing with myself is how late can I set the alarm and still get out the door in time? <laughs> yeah. but, but I, I don't know if this is a rule, and, I, and I've spoken to a few people about this, um, and it's, I think it's a little bit of a debate, but do you think you have to start the run bang on the hour? I would say, this is my, this is my own uh, personal opinion, I say you've got to run four miles in that four-hour period. I think if you finished, if you started half an hour late, that's fine in my eyes, but you're only punishing yourself because now you've lost half an hour of rest until the next one. That's how I see it. Yeah, but you've also gained four, gained half an hour from the last one. This is true. This is true. Yeah, I mean, you got it. You got it. Oh, yes. You don't. You don't want to be late for a run. You don't, because as I say, you are punishing yourself. I suppose you, in a way, you are getting a bit of extra rest, but you're punishing yourself for the next one. It's all going to catch yeah, up. The worst yeah. thing you can do is completely miss a run. And I think if if you missed a run, uh, and I suppose if if you if you're starting an hour late, I th I, th I think I think you've got to draw a line under it. I think you've missed that run. I think there 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 is a limit to sort hot, of how yeah. late you can get out the door. So, so my my rule when I did it was I had to begin the run before it ticked to the next minute. Yeah, but but that I I don't I, I don't know I the the rule on that is really unclear. So if if you've got Goggins mobile, I'd phone him. Yeah, well, the answer is in the tip, isn't it? Set bloody alarms. Yeah. Because this rule yeah. is so grey, you don't yeah. want to be saying to people, oh, yeah, I, I started late. I was at half an hour late. Because they'll be like, well, you didn't do it then. And you'll be like, well, I bloody did do it. Yeah. Well, you didn't. 
cut all this gray area out, set your bloody alarms, and get out the door on yeah. at, on time. Yeah, like, I think so. Do you remember how scared you were in the nights? I was scared because I was like, because you're going to sleep and you're like, I can't miss this run. Yeah. I can't yeah, sleep with this up. alarm. There is yeah, a fear. Yeah, yeah there is no, a fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awful, <laughs> isn't it? And yeah, that's the thing. And I, I think generally, I think if you start it within 10 minutes of the hour, I think that's that's pretty acceptable. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so convinced on the half an hour, but but I'd say I'd say 10 minutes is probably fine. But yeah, it, it was that thing of like, when you go to sleep, you're thinking, oh, I really hope I wake up. <laughs> yeah, because you're knackered. You're, bloody, yeah, you're exhausted. Yeah, yeah you don't want to get up and birds are singing and you think, oh, what a lovely morning. Oh, what for then? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, Bob. Tip number four, you put treat yourself. Oh yeah, this is my favorite one. So that's the best bit, isn't it? That's the yeah, best bit. It, it's it goes back to that like more teasers on on the side thing. So like, just just do just make little things a little bit easier of if you when you're planning your meals for what you're gonna eat, plan your favorite meals. Because why not? Like, and especially if you're going to cook them ahead of time, like if it's something that you really want and really like, go for it. Because over that 48 hours, it's probably going to do you a lot of good if you sit down and you go, oh, i got a steak tonight. That's class. And you're going to be way happier rather than going, oh, I got, oh, I got rice and chicken again. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Do you know yeah. what I got to do? Because you, you never get this opportunity. I got to polish off a whole tub of Ben and Jerry's fish food. Because like you, you can't eat a whole tub yeah. of that on your own in a usual night. Although sometimes I have done in the past. Um, but this was a cracking excuse. It was guilt-free. It was guilt-free. Yeah. I, I cleaned that sucker out. You know, I, yeah. uh, I licked, the, licked the lid of life, as they oh, say. Yeah, good. Um, so, so, yeah, it's good. So for example, my favorite chocolate bar is a 12 which is really important information. But basically, I would make sure before before I did it, I went and bought a big box of 12. And then every after every night run, my reward was as soon as I got back, I used to sit in bed and eat a 12. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, yeah, which if you isolated that would be a very depressing scene. But in that moment, it was great. <laughs> What did you plan anything for post event? Because I I was I had my eyes on an all I could eat uh, Domino's. I was like, right, when I finish this run, this, so this was what I had my eyes fixed on. It's like if I get through this, yeah. I get to have whatever I want from Domino's. It was a large pizza. It was all the sides. It was the chicken kickers. I love those chicken kickers. Um, it was the 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 wedges. Everything. Did you did you set yourself up with anything for to to reward yourself for finishing? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I, I know. Uh, funny enough, I know what I did do after the the, the first one. I did is I punished yeah, myself. I, no, oh, I didn't. Punished yourself. I'm <laughs> trying to set a half marathon PB. <laughs> What's wrong um, with you? That that was because so that was because I didn't set an alarm, and the next day I was meant to do a group run, and I forgot to set an alarm, and I slept through it. Um, so you did after all of all, after my tips of alarms. Um, I got through the three days of doing it and with all of this set up and I was like, right, that's it. And then and then tomorrow I'm going for this group run. It'd be great. I haven't run with anyone in ages. And uh, and I missed it. So then I punished myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another story. Um, no, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have anything planned for after it. I, well, yeah, that, that would be my tip. 
That would that, be my that top tip. tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, yeah. Especially whether, you, whether your tipple is a yeah. Adds to like drink. Get a big curry in, big curry, big Chinese, whatever yeah. takeaway you want. Like five yeah. guys, book yeah. it in, guilt free, and enjoy every single bite. And go mad as well. As I said, mm-hmm. like you want mains and all the sides and the chocolate milkshakes and everything. Yeah. You know, it, it's Definitely. it really does give you some sort of uh, motivation to just keep going and get because yeah. you're not getting it unless you finish it. No, yeah, that that is true. Yeah, and you have to hold yourself to that. If you if you yeah. don't finish it, you don't get it. But I think I think it's good to have those little bits along the way, and just setting up of just wash your favorite breakfast. Make sure you have that every day because yeah. it it's just easier. It's just easier when when all the other little things around it are pre-planned, so you know what's coming, and you can also look forward to them. When you do that two a.m. run, and then you or four a.m. depending on what hours you do, and then you go. Do you know what? When I wake up, I've got whatever it is waiting for me. And I just, I, I'm so excited. And uh, yeah. that's, that's just enough to get you through. I just think that's it. First run. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, also during these, these moments of sort of uh, endurance, you do take things back to basics. You're not worried about the, the sort of um, the peripheral uh, goings on of the world. All you care about is food water and rest and clean yeah. pants and socks yeah. like that, yeah. that is all you want and yeah. so you can really get a lot of joy. it could just be as simple as a biscuit but you get a lot of joy from that you know chocolate digestive oh, just yeah. because in that moment that is your world you know yeah. i know imagine if there's just a, a packet of hobnobs just sat by the door every time you come in that's another run ticked off exactly i'm getting hungry now anyway yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah. Tip number five, Bob. We've got social support. Yes, we do. So, social support for me is a, is a weird one because I think I often do a lot of these things on my own, and then the only time I shared it with my mate, he made me run for an extra day. Yeah, <laughs> that's not support. <laughs> um, but de- definitely, it is one of those things that can just pick you up if you've got someone that you're doing it with that you know that you can't let down, that's awesome, especially for the early morning ones. If you can just go like, right, let's meet here at 2 a.m. and we're going to run four miles and you're going to do it together and you just hold each other accountable, I think that's really good. And even if you're not doing it with someone and you've just got people around you, that's great too. Just someone, and they they can help with the, the preparation of things. If you've got someone handing you your know, hobnobs, like that's that's pretty good too, isn't it? And and just yeah, I think that is a massive aspect. I think you do always have to deal with the fact that you're the person who's got to get up and go and do every run, and that's not going to change. But if you've got someone in your corner who just goes, "Go, go and do it," you like you you set yourself this challenge, you're going to smash it. Go for it, just get it done. That does help because then you just you'll just leave for that run. And you'll be like. Yeah, okay, cool. I've got this. Yeah, it's that accountability they give you as yeah. well. It's not just the yeah, support, definitely. it's the accountability to get out. Yeah. What I liked as well is um uh I don't think anyone joined me on the runs, but I was documenting it online on my mm-hmm. social medias. So after each run, I was posting my Strava results, I was doing little photos before I went out, you know, with what clothes and stuff I was doing and what I was eating. But by putting it out there, I was able to get sort of interaction engagement off friends and family. Uh and I was sort of, I was getting that support 
yeah through the magic of the internet as well so you know if we don't have people around you join some sort of online community there's plenty of groups that pop up during the day um where they're doing it together as well don't they and don't forget you've got the rock team rockman group if you want to get involved with that one as well but it's it's all very valuable i think having that social network of support around you it gives you that extra boost that is yeah i think so yeah and social media is really good for that and that's why it's really good to do it when everyone does it in march because so many people are posting about it and you can talk to each other and maybe something's not quite right and you're going, oh, John, I'm finding this really hard. And you can just message someone to be like, I'm finding this really hard. And they go, oh, yeah, I did too, but I tried this. And then maybe that works. You're exactly right. Because um, every year we try to put a team together to do it, a Team Rockman as well. And we always try to do it at the same weekend as the David Goggins as well. Yeah. And I remember there was one guy who couldn't do it on the weekend we were doing. And like he, everyone was there. He saw everyone and how great it was on that weekend. And he had to do his the weekend after when no one was doing it. And I felt so bad for him. <laughs> he was just on his tongue. <laughs> it, it does help. Like, yeah, it, it, it does help having those people around you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tip number six, you've got sleep, exclamation mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sleep. It really helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? Sleep actually makes you perform better. Um, yeah, it's, so sleep is really difficult because you have to do it in tiny chunks. And I think what you find is that you will struggle to switch off and then you'll also struggle to switch on. So it's figuring out how you can best achieve that. So whatever it is that helps you. So... I found, so I know, so through research that there's things like if you go, if you have a hot shower before bed, when you leave the hot shower, your body essentially dumps heat and cools you down and that helps you fall asleep. So for me, what I figured out is essentially if I left my shower, because I didn't shower after every run. Now, that might be controversial, but... Very but controversial. <laughs> That's yeah. for another video. That's for yeah. another video. Um, but, so what I did is because I didn't want to just constantly be showering all the time and racking up the water bill, I decided that I was only going to shower on runs I was going to sleep after because having a super hot shower and then getting out and then going straight to bed would help me sleep. So that was like a little trick that I tried to do. And then I also tried to change the way I eat slightly so that I wasn't eating too much on the runs where I would get back and then immediately go to sleep. I wanted to have something that was quite high in calories, but not so dense. So that would be where the chocolate bars would come in because they're not very big, but they're absolutely chock full of calories. That that was an accidental pun. Um, so <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really useful just to try and tweak a couple of things to help me get to sleep and then the other thing we spoke about which was definitely better on the second time i did it because i knew i would wake up but is the fear of missing the run that's really hard so this is where i just think having some sort of nuclear alarm that goes off <laughs> the, <laughs> that wakes everyone up some um, atomic blast next to your yeah, head yeah. yeah yeah that that is really useful because then it was it's guaranteed to wake you up. So when you go to sleep, you're just like, well, there's I, I'm waking up three doors down. So and that comes into social <laughs> support as well, because they could come out and, and cheer you on. Yeah, the, run. If that would don't I'm wake sure you up, the, the police at your door will. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
one one thing perhaps if people are worried about oh god you've got to get out and do a run at 2am how am I going to sleep when I get back I was surprised how quickly I did fall asleep actually like you I had a shower went to bed you know it's in the middle of the night I was was surprised at how quickly I did just uh, drift off and go to sleep I suppose you're knackered yeah I I think so I think I think you do get wired but I think if you have again I think it comes down to one of those things of having it planned what you're going to do because the act of running doesn't really set your mind racing. It's quite monotonous, really. So you can almost, you don't really have to think too much. So I think the less you have to think about when you wake up in that section, the better, because you don't activate your brain as much. Um, and then the other thing is things like, if you think about light exposure and things like that, and just how your body naturally works. So you you essentially your body is better at waking up when there's more light is just how your circadian rhythm works so when you run at night keep your head torch on low try to avoid street lights and i know it's like silly but make sure you're safe and can see but still try and minimize light because the less you do and other things like set when like when i say set alarms set all of your alarms for all of the runs don't come back and then go, right, now I've got to set my alarm for the next run at two o'clock in the morning because as soon as you go on your phone, you'll open Strava and then you'll look through Instagram. And then if you're doing that at half past two in the morning after just run, then you will be awake. So if you know, all you have to do is get up, put your clothes on, start your watch, run, come back, eat your chocolate bar, get into shower and get into bed, nothing else happens. You just all, it's just all focus on just get that done, get back to sleep. That's better because the more little things that you can do in between of, of oh, what should I eat when I get back? Or, oh, should I quickly put the clothes in the wash? Or, oh, yeah, oh, okay, um, all right, I've had a shower. Oh, should I just check Strava just to make sure that it logged properly? All these things, and oh, and then set my alarm. They just fire your brain more. And then when you go to sleep, it's harder. So the less you can interact with, the better. Yeah, just crack on. Yeah, yeah. Final tip, Bob. I've put down just bloody enjoy it. I think don't 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 stress yourself. It 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 consider it's one of the biggest endurance challenges that people will undertake in their lives. Probably, it is simple. It's four miles every four hours, forty eight hours. Don't stress. Just crack on and just do your best to enjoy it. That's what yeah. I've put down. Would you agree? I would say yes, and I would say experience it. I would say, oh, I like that. A, new, a, sl- yeah. a subtle nuance. Yeah, I, I, I change that. So I, I say, don't pressure yourself to enjoy it. Enjoy the moments you do, and experience everything else that comes with it, because that's interesting. That that's yeah. really interesting, and and also it's it's really good because if you do have a low moment, sit in it and see what happens, because it's not. It's not a problem. The, the world's not going to end. You might just be a little bit unhappy that you're running around <laughs> running around the local neighborhood at two in the morning thinking you're an idiot. And and there will be experiences. Like one for me was unbelievable fear when one of my runs, I ran around a corner into a guy with this massive coat, hood up, just walking with his hands in his pocket. And he was like six foot four and I nearly ran into him and I absolutely shit myself. It was like, I was so scared. I was like, what is going on? It was by a graveyard as well. It was probably one of my, <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my life. Yeah. 
So he had and a big scythe. Yeah, 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 I know. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then he just went, all right, mate, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, good. I just run in. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, just run in. And yeah, but it's, it's an experience, isn't it? And one, one of them, yeah. I went out and the local farm, all the cows had got out of the field and were in the village. So I ran around carrying how many cows <laughs> in the village. And that was on the 6 a.m. run. So, But just experience it. I think enjoying it is amazing and there will be parts you enjoy but don't worry about the parts that you don't enjoy just experience them and see what happens because it's a new experience and i think that's great yeah and i think almost with every run it's a new experience as well it's like if you had a bad run we've got you've got a chance to rectify that in in, in four hours time as well but but some of my some of my favorite runs on that challenge were the nighttime runs i loved i loved the the it was just a a nice feeling to know i'm out on a run at 2 a.m everybody is yeah. in bed everybody yeah. is asleep in bed i am the only person up in panath right now doing a run um yeah. and you see some sights as well i remember oh, yeah. i remember I, I, there's a car park near me i remember going past it and I, I saw a car with a bunch of teenagers in there as well at 2 a.m and i was like what are they yeah. doing i think yeah. it was one of the it must have been one of their birthdays because they were all blowing right. balloons up in the back of the car right um, yeah <laughs> 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 but you you get to see these sites and um I someone someone so people might dread those night runs but actually it, as you say experience it so those night yeah. runs were my favorite actually yeah. throughout the whole challenge yeah and and the thing is if you do it at the same time as everyone else and you're worried about running into people don't worry they're just another idiot like you running at 2am it's just another nutter <laughs> It's yeah, just another yeah. matter. My my favorite thing about the two AM runs is when a car went past and just thinking, I wonder what they're thinking. <laughs> just looking at yeah, me. Yeah, well, they, they, they definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what the hell is this doing? doing? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was one of my favorite things. Just thinking, what what must they be thinking for the next like five miles of their journey? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bob, that's it. That that's our top tips. Uh, any anything to summarize on that? How would you sum it up if you if you're going to leave uh, the listeners with one one final thought? Now, how would you sum it up? I think I think my main focus is just experience it, see what happens. Just just go with whatever feelings are there, whatever happens. Just sit in it and and yeah, I mean, I guess enjoy enjoy it is right because enjoy the good times and the bad times for what they are because it's just a challenge it's just 48 hours of your life and like you'll have another 48 hours so spend them differently if you didn't like it it's a great challenge and once you've done it you can say you've done it so and, ne- and never do it again. I threatened I'd never do it again. I think I did mine three years ago. I'm doing it again this March. Like It's, it's coming around. It's taken me that long to recover mentally, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm ready to tackle it on now. Uh, like thank, it. thank you very much for your time, Bob. Um, yeah. Don't forget, guys, if you want to stay up to date with the podcast episodes and help us grow, be sure to hit that subscribe button below. And if you take any value from this podcast, give us the thumbs up, leave us a review or share it with a friend. And don't forget, the podcast is obviously brought to you by Rockman, the ultimate online challenge platform. At Rockman, we offer monthly unrestricted running and fitness challenges inspired by the world's toughest tests that you can use to test your limits from any place, anytime, all year round. If you fancy getting involved, you can check us out at rockman.co.uk. And with that, Bob, I will will bid you adieu and we will catch up with you soon. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye.